You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched you watch work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it and I run in that place and take <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. It is a hump day edition of the Martin Houston Show, and I'm glad that you have chosen to make us a part of your morning. Good morning to all of those of you who are joining us uh, live on the radio airways, but also those who are joining live on Facebook. Remember that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. A lot of things going on in the sports world. Most of it around postponements, cancellations, rescheduling, bumping schedule. What is the SEC going to do? Uh, Maybe some other conferences out there facing similar challenges. But right now in our world, the SEC definitely has um, some challenges. So will they just postpone Alabama's game? Is it canceled? Is it forfeited? What will be the ultimate decision there? We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll hear some audio from Coach O and uh, something he said in September. Is this a ploy? Is there a legit outbreak at LSU? Um, if if there is now, if he's not lying and using it now, did he lie earlier in the season? What What is it? Uh, can't be both and it's either or. We'll talk about what that means later on in the program. Typically, we would have Scotty Hollins with uh, Blueprint Ministries, uh, but he will not be joining us today. Uh, But we still will have a a segment where we take a Christian moment of the week later on in the program. So we'll talk about that uh, as we conclude the show. But to kick things off, we'll have Deal, No Deal with uh, Joe Gaither, our producer and brand manager. Good morning, Joe. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good today, Martin. Having a fun day, ready to get going on this Wednesday. All right. Well, I'll toss it over the glass to you uh, for the deal, no deal. All right, Martin. The deal or no deal kind of centered a lot around the cancellations, but deal or no deal, uh, you would say the SEC has a real problem on its hands now, canceling three of the game, well, postponing three of the games this week, with four four or more teams in the league currently experiencing uh, COVID nineteen issues. 
Um, I, I I think that um, is is something serious to look at, uh, and it goes and it speaks to uh, J- Joe. Has the SEC have the SEC coaches been diligent? I I, I don't know that. I, I'm not accusing anyone of it um, because we hear what Coach Nick Saban did uh, in terms of. Um, his team protecting the bubble, as he calls it. Uh, did these other coaches do that? And so, if not, you know, early on, I don't remember if you remember early on, the SEC office was threatening coaches around, you know, implementation of the SEC guidelines. Um, does that mean that the these coaches were not following guidelines? Not necessarily, especially since the country seems to be on an uptick. But uh, the SEC, without a doubt, Joe, has uh, some challenges on their hands uh, just because it happening at this point in the season, Joe, doesn't leave a lot of wiggle room in terms of what you can do uh, in terms of even if it requires it flipping schedules around. Yeah, I'm with you, though, since we're almost out of time here. It may make some complications here. And on that track, deal or no deal, because we are almost out of time and all the all of LSU's remaining weeks are, are booked, LSU should have to forfeit this week due to their carelessness, going out to a Halloween party and getting the, uh, the COVID-19 spreaded. Well, uh, I'm going to say if they got it at a Halloween party um, and they did that intentionally um, – should the rest of the league, because they don't have a day left, they knew they had already had a post game to be postponed. And if you can track it clearly, and that's what they're saying, Joe, I don't think anyone else is saying they went to the Halloween party. I think that's what LSU is saying. Um, then I say the onus falls on LSU if it can't be redone. And the question becomes this, Joe. How important is this game to the SEC that they're going to that they potentially are willing to move games, flip games? And you're not going to talk about that if we if you want would like. But they are also potentially looking at kicking back, you know, SEC game championship game. How important is this game to them uh, in, in, in this situation? There's a lot of revenue on the line with an LSU Alabama getting canceled. You know what I mean? So uh, will they will they make the change? But he, he, we can talk about this in more detail. I don't believe the Halloween party story. You know, um, when did all of these kids supposedly get sick, Joe? This disease, there's nothing consistent about this z- disease, meaning – that if if everybody goes to the party, they all may get sick, Joe, but they don't all get sick eight days later. That makes sense. Like like the Halloween party was last Saturday, right? Yeah, Saturday week. And and and, and was wasn't there a whole whole week? Didn't they not have a bye week? Yeah, they were on bye, just like Alabama. Okay, so all week. And then all of a sudden, they all got sick. There was an outbreak going on, and they just weren't telling us. You know what I mean? I, mean, I don't know. I, I, like I said, and of course, we have some audio. 
that uh, from Coach O uh, that either makes him a flat-out liar at that point or he's lying now. Well, you know? I, th- I think there might be uh, a little bit of both going on there with, with, with Coach O uh, <laughs> talking. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll kick it to the next deal or no deal talking about Co- Coach O. Do you think it, deal or no deal, it's better for him and his uh, – his standing at LSU to take a forfeit loss to Alabama and to Florida or to Florida uh, over uh, a big butt whooping that he may instead incur. I, I think that uh, what they say from the optics, uh, it is is definitely better that he take a forfeit loss. I think I think the worst thing uh, in this scenario is he gets he gets on the field with Alabama and gets embarrassed. If he doesn't think about the pros, um, Joe, if he doesn't play Alabama, how long does he get to live off of that victory? Probably two, two years. If that, he, he, he gets at least two years. He, he He's had the last 12 months. And if this, this game is canceled and, and forfeited, who who thinks LSU – and, I mean, if you were to really ask LSU fans, how many of them think that that LSU team, when Alabama has looked dominant, has played dominant, LSU has looked bad, played bad, and you take into account that they it's down, it's in Baton Rouge and Alabama has, like, lost once or twice uh, and Coach Saban may have been the coach when that happened <laughs> – uh, you just look at that and go, uh, yeah, optics, um, you know, kind of, kind of crazy with uh, what's happening there. Uh, yeah, I think I think it looks better for him in the sense of having uh, a forfeit loss versus a on the field loss. I think the best scenario for him. And we'll finish it up with the NFL with Tua Tungavaloa. He's played two weeks. He's two and zero. Playing against the Rams and uh, who they, and the Cardinals and the Cardinals, excuse me. Um, so in two weeks, uh, do or no deal, Tua has shown in two weeks that he is capable of taking an NFL hit. Uh, he's definitely shown he's in uh, from from. I have not got to see play by play, uh, and I don't know that he's gotten drill sacked or driven to the ground or anything like that. But to me, more importantly than all of that, Joe is the fact that he's willing to take the hit. Uh, he's playing fearless. And and to me, that was the concern. You remember, uh, God, I'm just showing, my, I can't keep all these different guys in my head, but basketball player, Chicago, hurt his knee. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose was clearly on his way to – uh, not replacing LeBron, but at least being in the conversation. Would you agree with that, of being one of the best basketball players in the league? Oh, yeah, he was definitely in that top three, top four. Yeah, and then once he got hurt, the first year he didn't even play. And then when he came back, he was not the same. He, I mean, that dude was fearless going to the hole. But after he came back, he was not the same. And that was my concern for Tua because – the reality of it is that Tua is people consider Tua Tua fragile. Well, I don't know that fragile to me, or 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 injury prone, or or soft. 
Joe is the guy who you can't verify if he's hurt. You know what I mean? Like he's always injured, always grabbing something, but it ends up being some soft tissue issue or something that is, oh, he's saying it's hurt. They're checking it out. They can only treat it. That that makes sense. Versus broken leg. High I mean, those things that you can verify scientifically sure. and medically. That's what Tua had. Tua broke his finger, you know, had to have surgery on his ankle. His hip was replaced. All of those things are things that happen in football. And when you play the way he played, my cons- you know, those injuries are legit. Now, actually, it may make him tough to be to be honest. So when he came back, Joe, my biggest concern was that he would play timid, that he would play afraid. And I have not seen that at all. Uh, that doesn't mean that he won't get hurt this weekend or somewhere in the future, but he has shown the willingness to go out and play fearlessly uh, and without a doubt. So I'm going to say deal. He has shown that he can take a hit until something happens that proves it. Otherwise, what are your thoughts on that? I think he certainly can. I think you're you're spot on with the mental aspect of being able to uh, kind of put the could it put it behind you in your in your brain. I think he took off several times uh, this past weekend when things weren't there downfield, and uh, he, he made several gutsy runs, uh, several runs that you know uh, people don't make if they're if they're uh, worried about getting hurt again. Uh, he, what do he run seven, seven seven carries for thirty five yards, I believe, and a, a couple of them were on pretty key key down and distances. So I think that he. Should Showed that you know he, he's he's back to uh, fearless to a tongue of a low. What really impressed me last uh, well while he was at Alabama was uh, the first year he got hurt messing up his knee and ankle. Uh, such it was just not his willingness to not come out of games uh, to when, after right. after losing getting going down to Tennessee. Uh, what getting his knee knocked uh, against Tennessee? His refusal to come out. So for all the people that, that say he's soft and say he's injury prone, I I, I don't think they quite. Uh, grasp the kind of player and the kind of person that Tua is. Yeah, you know, if someone want to say, "Hey, look at the number of injuries and call that injury prone," I get that. But to call him soft would not be recognizing his response to injuries. Um, you know, and I think you and I are kind of saying the same thing. It, it, your definition of injury prone could be different than mine. If your definition of injury prone simply means uh, a guy that has had sustained numerous injuries, then he's injury prone. But to say he's soft or he's brutal or, you know, that type of thing, then then to me I would have to disagree with that because, as you just said and I, I said earlier, uh, the kid, if he got hurt, you'd have to take him out. If he, if he, if he got hurt, he tried to come back. He, he didn't milk his injuries – and it was all things that were like easily verifiable when he got hurt. It wasn't like I said. I I, I see guys go down. Uh, Joe sort of t- to me. I see football players do like the guy who drops a pass, uh, or, 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 or like in uh, or a baseball player who who drops a fly ball and they look at their glove. <laughs> you know, I see guys do stuff like that. Like they make a bad play and then all of a sudden they're down on the field. Uh, everybody runs out to them and then they run off. And the next play, they run back, and there's nothing wrong. There, I mean, there, there's no sign, no uh, lingering effects. And But I, I never saw that with Tua. I always thought when he was injured, he was injured. Uh, but he fought to get back. He fought to stay in. Uh, and I think he's showing 
uh, kind of his toughness. Um, and, and, you know, hey, uh, Curtis Lewis said uh, to a slid in the second Miami game. I never saw him slide at Bama. He's learning and that. Yeah. And, and what a great observation, Curtis. He, a, a soft tender guy slides 10 yards from the defender and two yards short of a first down. <laughs> so, uh, and I'd never saw that in Tua. So great question uh, there, Joe, uh, in terms of Tua. And, and, and the guy is playing lights out for a guy who had not played in uh, almost uh, what uh, a year when he finally got back in there. So congratulations to Tua Tungvaloa and the Miami Dolphins and, it would be interesting to see how far he can take them as they sit in second place behind uh, the Buffalo Bills. That's kind of weird. <laughs> and in front of the New England Patriots. Uh, anyway, uh, that wraps up uh, this uh, segment on Deal No Deal. We'll come back. Uh, we'll get some more conversation going around this LSU-Alabama postponement. Uh, T.J. Watson asking will which game will get counsel to postpone. Will they move uh, the Western Division opponent? Uh, to Alabama and LSU, uh, or would they leave it at Florida and LSU, or will they try to do something different? We have a poll question up. You can go to at Martin Houston 35 and get your comments in on whether you think it'll be Alabama, LSU, or LSU, Florida in that week of the SEC championship game. Stay tuned for more conversation regarding Alabama football, SEC, and its postponements and schedule moving, as well as uh, any other conversation you'd like to bring to the table, 205-342-9904. The Taco, Taco, Taco Casa hotline is open for business. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, a happy Veterans Day as we pay tribute to the men and women who served our country. We've got a wreck on 2059 eastbound near exit 86, so please use caution. You don't have to go out of town to get a great deal on a Nissan. You can get it right there on Skyland Boulevard. Towns and Nissan, your place for savings. I'm Captain Ray. A cloudy sky today with occasional rain showers likely, the high 77. Tonight, cloudy showers ending this evening below 55. Tomorrow, becoming partially sunny, not as humid, the high 76. And Friday, a mostly sunny day with a high at 74. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17-plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. There's no telling what's going to happen with the COVID. I think that uh, we've got a good handle of it, but once a kid gets it, the next man got to go up. And, you know, uh, Mickey comes tell me, Jack comes tell me, this this person tested positive, this person's going to be quarantined, they give me the number of days, and we've got to make adjustments. Look, two weeks ago, we had everybody on our offensive line except two or three guys were out. Uh, we couldn't go any team. Uh, we adjusted very well. 
and we've got to make adjustments. But I think most of, uh, not all of our players, but most of our players have caught it. So I think that uh, hopefully they don't catch it again, and hopefully they're out for game. I'm not going to say all of them, but you know some players have caught it, and uh, I'm, I don't know the percentage, but. Uh, yeah, hopefully that once you catch it, you don't get it again. Now, I'm not a doctor, you know what I'm saying? I think they got that 90-day window, so uh, most of the players that have caught it, uh, we feel that they're going to be eligible for games. So we we look at the players that have caught it, and we say, okay, this guy should be eligible for game. We look at the players that haven't caught it. We talk to them about being very, very careful, so they're eligible for games. But we know that the players that haven't caught it, we have to have some backups in their position ready in case they catch it. Wow. That's Coach O. Does your daily in September leave you lost? Talking about COVID. I mean, I have some several things. What, what's your immediate reaction to hearing that? Uh, I think that at the moment, uh, most of us have heard that you can you're good for about three months if you've had the COVID if you've had it that you're not going to get it again and we're right I guess we're right on the edge of that three months if it's the beginning of August uh, you got August September and October you're right here in November and there's your three months but uh, but yeah I, I I think it's tough I I I really I'm not sure that I believe how I, and maybe it's just my Bama fan in me but I'm just not sure I believe that LSU's COVID issues are as uh are as bad as they as they have reported. Yeah, and, and you're right. They say it's three to you know three and a half months, kind of the time frame. So supposedly they had a huge breakout. What thirty players or so. In August, and then that was in September. Um, so they will. Uh, the, the timing would have to be they all kind of did it at the exact same time. Um, got it at the exact same time, and then went out and picked it up again at the exact same time. Um. His whole offensive line had it, is what he said. Not, not. You, you can't, Joe. You can't. Okay, if I say a lot of my have had it, that could be, you know, fifteen percent, right? That could be fifty percent. That could be. You know what I mean? The word a lot of my guys have had it has a to me has the ability to have a huge um range. Yeah, you know, a, a lot is subjective. Right. But when you say most when you say most just help me out Joe, I'm not claiming to be any type of English, you know, major or anything, but I did stay at a holiday in last night no, just kidding. Um but and you probably aren't old enough to know what that means, are you? Yeah, I know, I got uh, you. You remember that commercial? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm not yeah. a doctor, but I stayed at Holloway Inn last night. Right. Well, well, I'm not an English professor, but but I did stay at the Holiday Inn last night. And most tends to mean most, a higher percentage, right? But but listen to what else he says. He says most of my players have. It. I'm not saying all. 
the fact that you use that terminology after saying most tells me that it was pretty rampant amongst your team. Would you, I mean, am I, am I reading too much into that statement? No, I definitely say it's about 70% or higher. Yeah, when you when you use the term most, and then you have to think and say, "I'm not saying all." Well, who said you were saying all? We didn't say anything. You said most of your team. You said a huge. You're the one that made a statement that said a huge percentage. You can't tell me in September that most to the point that made him think that he needs to clarify that he wasn't saying all. In two months, now, here's the thing. Joe, those same, the same people that had gotten it, if you, if you, let's start looking at the numbers. Because this is based off of what, Joe? It's based off of the 80, how many scholarships? 86, 85, 86, whatever it is. 85, and I think you have to have 53 to play. Okay. So that's less than... 50%, 50%, that's about 40%, whatever. So so the other 53 guys would not have here, – here's the thing. Most – a huge outbreak at LSU and Clemson in the summer. And then a, a most statement in September. The same guys would have to have gotten it again. And, Joe, that's not counting the guys who have gotten it since then, right? See, just because, like, like I've talked to someone in Alabama. How many times have you heard, how many guys have you heard from Alabama have had it? How many times have we heard that they've had it? Oh, No, gosh. how many different guys have you heard from Alabama that have had it? Oh, have it from, uh, ball, less than 10, right at 10. Right. But do we know that's how many have had it? No, no. No. No, because I can tell you that, when they first came back, they had uh, – I talked to one of the medical guys. He said, I forgot, they they had, you know, somewhere around that double-digit number. And he said, and every single one of them was asymptomatic. And they were like, what do you mean I'm sick? <laughs> you know? And and that's what's been happening. There's been guys all along. It's not, it's not like the only time LSU players got it was when it was a mass outbreak, right? So – so, so when you take all of those things together, add them all together, add them all up, there, there's no way that they now have at least 30-something guys with it again. Unless you are lying in this past. So either way, to me, either way, Coach O is, is lying. Somewhere he's lying because <laughs> – the, the rule doesn't say if you only have one quarterback that you can't play. It says you must have one quarterback to play, right? Yeah, that's how I understand it. Yeah, it's it's not that you can't play if you only have one quarterback. It says you must have one quarterback to play. And they, they're saying now they're down to just Finley, who is their starter. They only have one quarterback. I'm telling you, it is so, so suspicious. Um, and, hey, listen. Do you blame Coach O? Maybe, maybe not. But is 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 he brilliant? Is this brilliant of Coach O, uh, Joe? 
I mean, the guy is going to get to ride potentially, potentially ride the biggest win in the program's history for at least two years, potentially, if he doesn't have to see Alabama um, on the field again. And it helps him, you know, Nick Saban said being number one, especially in this season, doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It doesn't matter about whether you win a national title, but it matters when a kid is sitting and trying to make a decision about whether or not he's going to um, actually go to LSU or Alabama. When Nick Saban says, you can come here and get a degree, I will help you get a degree, and you will have an opportunity to play for championships year in and year out with 13 consecutive years. Nick Saban has yet to recruit a kid who has stayed here three years, Joe, or longer and not win a championship, a national championship. Not one single kid. Yeah, we got to win it this year to keep that streak alive. Absolutely, because if any third-year guys leave this year, the streak's over. But to this point, from the first kid that Nick Saban said, hey, if you come here, from the first time he told Julio Jones, hey, if you come here, we're going to win championships, and you can win championships. If you go somewhere else, you may not. But I will tell you, you're going to have an opportunity to play for championships, and he has lived up to that word. And, And when you see the national champion from a year ago, look as bad as LSU has in the national champion, uh, I mean, the national championship winning coach, the, the best in the business tell you, son, if you want to get a good degree, if you want to uh, win championships, and then, of course, this year we also announced that what? 20, Alabama has on the offensive and defensive side of the ball, Alabama has an NFL starter at every position. The only position Alabama doesn't have a starting player at, Field goal, I mean, kickoff guy, kicker. That's it. That's it. And they may have one on the staff, I mean, on the team, waiting to get there. Coach O, we say he's a buffoon. I don't call him a buffoon, but I've heard people say that. People say he, maybe he's smarter than us, Joe. (laughs) Maybe, maybe the guy is, is brilliant. Maybe he's figured out how to, a worst case, Right now, regardless of how you look at it, whether he plays Alabama or not, and whether he plays Florida and or Alabama, he got both of his best games postponed to give him a chance to get better as a football team. So maybe he's brilliant. Who knows? Uh, We'll talk more about that. (laughs) Go ahead. That's why he shouldn't be rewarded. He should he should be taking forfeits instead of uh, instead of being rewarded with more time to prepare. (laughs) <laughs> you and I are in the same boat. That's gonna because it's it's it's, it's like, uh, do you have that audio, Joe, of Nick Saban and what he did to get his team prepared? I can ha- we can come out with that on the other side if you'd like to hear that. I would like to. I would like for people to hear what Coach Saban did to prepare his team, and with that that type of preparation, and another coach letting his team go out and he, he couldn't convince his guys uh, to not go out to a party. Uh, Halloween party, and now it, it has rewarded them. 
there should be consequences. All right, we'll come back on the other side. We'll continue to talk about this Alabama-LSU uh, game. Is Coach O brilliant? Should he be rewarded? Is he being rewarded? Um, that's – that's 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 what we're talking about here. Here, come back on the other side. We'll hear from Coach Nick Saban and what he gave them as far as guidelines for the bye week. Impressive once again. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center on the overcast Wednesday morning, no active wrecks, traffic moving well, and the interstate looks clear all the way to Birmingham. If you see conditions, of course, give us a call, 205-886-8886. You don't have to leave town for a great Nissan deal. You can get it on Skyland Boulevard at Towns of Nissan, your saving store. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And really the guidelines that we had for our players is, look, our players have been here for a long time and they've been working for a long time. And I didn't really want them to go anywhere and leave their bubble, uh, but I didn't have the heart to tell them that they couldn't go home and see their family. So the one place our players were allowed to go was home, and that that was it. Uh, if you weren't going home, then you needed to stay here and be in your bubble. Uh, and the protocol that we took is uh, we had a meeting with every player who was leaving, uh, reinforced uh, social distancing and the things that they needed to do. We gave them a packet of uh, sanitary things that would help them be able to do that, whether it's mask, uh, hand sanitizer, whatever it might be. And then we set up video conferences with with each family 
that they were going to go visit. And we also wanted them to uh, really understand the importance of being able to control, you know, the bubble that the players would be in when they were at home. Um, because players feel comfortable around their family, but you also don't know, you know, where where the family members are going, uh, coming and going to. So uh, we, we really tried to educate the players and their families uh, on uh, what needed to be done and tried to give them all the um, things that we could uh, in terms of apparatus so that they, they, they would have the things that they needed to be able to stay safe. All right, you're back in with the Martin Houston Show. And those of you who are on the airwaves heard that. Those of you who are on Facebook, uh, you may not have got that. So let me repeat it back, and let me highlight just a couple um, couple of points there. First of all, Joe, he had a game plan for his players uh, to protect the bubble. In other words, Nick Saban has kept his players in, in, in his version uh, of a bubble. He's tried to um, to, to protect them and make sure that the bubble was safe. And it appears that he did an unbelievable job with that. Uh, the other part is he he prepared them. He, he talked to them, um, encouraged them, educated them on what they needed to do, equipped them with the... Uh, with some tools, hand sanitizer, et cetera, I mean, wipes and stuff, to help them, equip them, and then he he helped to empower them to live this out, Joe, by calling, <laughs> by doing a conference call or Zoom call with the family members. Um, Just, I mean, and so that coach went above and beyond uh, well, maybe not above and beyond. Maybe every coach should take that approach. While the other coach had a whole group of players who went out to a Halloween party. And now they now one coach is trying to get his team, uh, you know, keep them engaged so that he doesn't have an outbreak. I mean, Joe, do you think this has – what Coach O, and I mean, this game being postponed, has that put Alabama – in as much of a danger of having a potential outbreak moving forward as as the, as LSU had this week. I'm not sure if it puts as much of a danger for an outbreak, but what I do think is it creates a lot of complications for Alabama. Uh, if we have to have this game rescheduled to what? Uh, the 12th, which LSU already booked, but the 19th, the week we're supposed to play the SEC championship game, uh, you, you really complicate the team, you complicate the schedule for the team who had uh, who's having the more successful year and who's actually taking care of their business. Yeah, you know, the, the only thing I would say, um, I, I was thinking about Coach Saban uh, in this weekend. Now, instead of his players being with him on Friday night, you, you see what I'm saying? Um, it, on a Friday night, when Coach Saban would normally have his team together at a movie, meetings, etc., cetera, in, a, in, in, in another city, 
no distractions, et cetera. Now they're going to be here in Tuscaloosa on Friday, right? <laughs> last Saturday, last Saturday, Joe, they were at home, right? With family visiting very, very, you know, detailed approach. Now I'm sure he's going to have a very detailed approach for Saturday. The difference is Joe, they're in town. Um, people can come knock on your door. Come on, man. Let, hey, let's go hang out. It's not that big a deal, man. Wear your mask, et cetera. So what I meant by complicating and the complication you talked about, I, I want to get to, but it, it now put in Nick Saban's now having to come up with another whole plan to protect his team another weekend where he would have had very limited time for them to be exposed, meaning that they would have only been able to be in danger of being exposed after the game um, when they went, if they went out, et cetera. Now he has to manage Friday night, <laughs> all day Saturday, Saturday night. And, uh, and I'm sure he is, that's, he is probably so frustrated uh, by that. Yeah, I'm sure he, he is very frustrated. I'm sure coach Saban wanted to uh, play a game this weekend and get back on a regular schedule. Yep. And, you know, one of the questions we, we talked about, let me let me say this real quick, because uh, Curtis said interesting contrast in in coaching leadership. <laughs> Someone said, why didn't Coach O have that same conversation? I said, OK, first of all, let, let's be realistic, Joe. Coach O could not have had that conversation. Because uh, you imagine Coach O telling his players, hey, guys, this is what I want you to do, et cetera, et cetera. I'd be like, Coach, why? Our season's over. And then could you imagine being the mom and the dad or the aunt and uncle or whoever who gets the Zoom call from Coach O that says protect our play, <laughs> protect our kids uh, so they can come back and get their brain, brains beat out by Alabama? <laughs> I'm not. I'm being funny, but it is true. Uh, he he didn't have the same leverage that that Coach Saban had uh, in terms of 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 leading. But I don't know that he would have had a plan anyway. Um, Joe, you talked about uh, what happens with this um, with this game. I mean, they're they're talking about the possibility of. Even possibly moving some games. I know one thing has been said, okay, let's move to the 19th. That means kicking the SEC game back a week. That's a, There's a lot of people being inconvenienced for that. Um, make their plans. I know it's not as many fans, but there are fans going to be allowed. Those people, their, 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 their weekend is, you know, I mean, that, 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 that's impacting all of them. But who cares about the fans as long as they get their money, I guess. So that's number one. Number two, Joe, they're talking about the possibility. Um, um, the, the, the They're talking about the possibility of actually um, going through and moving like uh, teams that, that, that are out of the playoffs. And I don't have the specific games, but say it's an Ole Miss and an Arkansas. They're saying, hey, let's move them to the 12th or let's move them to this. And that's they're talking about rearranging schedules and games for this. I, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Um, but I think that when you look at it, um, it, it, it it's kind of crazy. The easiest thing, Joe, 
and this is a question I have for you. Will they, if, if the SEC comes down to having to make a choice, and I asked this on, on a poll question, is it possible that the SEC cancels the Florida versus LSU game and replace it with the LSU versus Bama game since, you know, Alabama and LSU are in the same division? Is that possible? I think it's certainly possible. I hope they don't. Ha- I hope they don't do that though, because they're they're going to give the advantage to either Florida or Alabama having a bye week before the SEC championship game, which is why I think that LSU should be punished for it in this situation. Uh, I, I think it's the SEC has a lot of options on the table, and, and they got to find the best option. But a lot of them are going to hurt Alabama and, and hurt even Florida too, uh, all for LSU's carelessness and not taking the rules seriously. And you know, oh. Our season has kind of gone downhill, so we don't care about following the protocol. I think that uh, LSU you, should find some punishment. You just nailed it, Joe. They have an outbreak because of the way their season has gone. I mean, let's be real. Those players didn't care. Their coach couldn't convince them to care. So you see what I'm saying? So I, I, I think it totally lies in their life. And the question, and I know Alabama fans – probably disagree with this joe but you and i i think are pretty balanced even though we 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 wear crimson colored glasses it's unfair to make florida play lsu the week before the sec championship game um being that alabama would have skipped the lsu game as well i mean you know what i mean like like is that fair because if it was alabama having to play lsu or texas m or say say the alabama Auburn week can't be played and they have to play that next week, and LSU ends up forfeiting the Florida game. How many Alabama fans? We're going to want the game, but we're going to be upset that they let LSU and Florida get out of that game. It's just, it's just, and it's all on LSU. <laughs> it's all on LSU, and uh, I think they have to try to figure out a way to be fair to to both both parties. You, I think we said you said we had uh, John T on the line. Yeah, we got um, Pat and John waiting to talk to you today. All right, Pat and John, I got to get you guys in and out quickly. So, Pat, you're up first. Go ahead. Yeah, hey, real quick, Martin. Hey, what are we doing? Uh, what is LSU doing the week we play Kentucky? Man, uh, Kentucky's out of the picture. I don't want to play Kentucky anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, I, I'm not picture. sure who LSU has that week, uh, Pat. But, uh, I mean, I'm sure they have a game schedule since they've had their bye week. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, there's a lot of things we could do, but oh, uh, main thing I see you doing is pushing the SEC game, oh, uh, back at least a week. But but two. what is that going to do? Uh, that's just all that's going to do is have. Then it gives Florida a bye week. Yeah, gives Florida a bye week. That, uh, that's true too. Yeah, but, because uh, if, if we got, you push it back and Alabama gotta plays the week gotta before, be done. I'd like to see LSU just have to forfeit. Period in sentence, <laughs> and and be done with it. And, and I'm not opposed to hey forfeit and push it back a week uh, to give Florida the same. But then Alabama's going to have what another three week break, two week break in the in at the end of a season. I think this hurts Alabama's flow and momentum. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I got you there, but in but but with two weeks to prepare, if Nick can't win with two weeks to prepare, then bless his heart. Well, I didn't say he couldn't win. Is, this is almost <laughs> like the bowl game. How many times have you seen great teams with great momentum, Pat, suffer uh, 
at the beginning of their bowl game. Yeah, uh, that's what uh, I, I, I kind of wonder because why time some, bowl, it, some bowl was sitting start right after the season immediately, I don't know, the next yeah. week. I, I agree. I think all yeah. of that that's too long. Uh, but that, yeah. I mean, get to, thanks, Pat. John T. You're in with hey, the Martin Houston show. What's on your mind? John T. You still there? Hanging on there, Martin. Go ahead, man. You're in with the Martin Houston show. What's on your mind? Um, LSU earlier in the year, they were trying to say, you know, herd immunity. Right. Mm-hmm. And now they're having a, another outbreak. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Suspicious. Now, come on. Now, I spent 24 years in the military. My wife taught your oldest son that spent time in the military. There's yes. something called good order and discipline. Yep. <laughs> you know, all, 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 all football teams talked about a disciplined football team, a discipline this, discipline that. There's something called good order and discipline. And I just don't understand. But I do believe that the SEC will make us play LSU on that bye week that they were supposed to play LSU. Maybe yeah, they were supposed to play LSU Florida. supposed to play Florida. Uh, yeah, I won't be surprised by that. I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. And it's not fair. I think LSU, they've got problems. And um, I don't understand. Good order <laughs> and discipline. Yeah. Well, I, Dante, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. And uh, uh, good order and discipline. Nick Saban had it. LSU didn't. LSU is getting rewarded at this point. Don't know if it's going to end up being rewarded in the long term. Hey, John T, call back when when I got a little longer for you to to be on the conversation. I appreciate you, man. Uh, yes, and sir. I'm not sure which wife, what, what your wife's name, but tell her I said thanks for teaching uh, my son. Uh, I love teachers, and thank you for serving. I love the military. I tell you what, and, she, she thought happy, your son was an hey, outstanding er, young man. Ha- happy Veterans Day. Thank you, sir. Bye. Thank you. Road Tide, uh, go USA. Uh, Come back on the other side. Uh, We'll put the finishing touches on this edition of the Martin Houston Show with a quick two-minute warning of the Christian Moment of the Week. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center on an overcast Wednesday morning, no active wrecks, traffic moving well, and the interstate looks clear all the way to Birmingham. If you see conditions, of course, give us a call, 205-886-8886. You don't have to leave town for a great Nissan deal. You can get it on Skyland Boulevard at Townsend Nissan, your saving store. I'm Captain Ray. Good morning. The statewide K-12 public schools pandemic dashboard lists the 83 positives in the Tuscaloosa County school system as the highest in the state. But Superintendent Dr. Kerry Johnson calls the posting not totally accurate because it's based on parent reports and not doctors. And not all school systems are reporting. 78 patients are now being treated for COVID-19 at DCH with 22 in intensive care, 8 on ventilators, all higher numbers than last Friday. I'm Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston. Houston show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, 
then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. Free. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. It's typically uh, Scotty Hollins Blueprint Ministries. Presented by Johnson Martin Dentistry. The Christian Moment of the Week. I, I really want to share, I, I'm going to be teaching Bible study tonight about salt and light. And Paul Young put on my Facebook page, Joe, it says, please join people leaving Facebook and Twitter, Christians. Christians are fed up with the bias, BS, and being muzzled. Well, Martin Houston has the exact opposite uh, approach. Uh, I read Matthew 5, 13 through 16. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, in the same way, Christians, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. If you run from Twitter, if you run from Facebook, if you run from life, if you, uh, and I'm not dogging public, private Christian schools, but if you run from public schools, if you run from everything in public life, you are, you are in effect keeping yourself in some ways and teaching your kids, hey, to be salt and light means to put it in, in Christian faith. No, we're the salt and light of the world, not the salt and light of the church. We're to be out there impacting, influencing, and helping people in dark places. I challenge you not to back away from Facebook and Twitter, but make them flag your post as inappropriate as you post things that glorify your Lord and your Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to the Martin Houston Show. Remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lead not your own understanding. All you ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Roll tight, and thanks for listening. Thanks, Joe, and thanks, callers. Have a blessed day, and catch you on tomorrow.